So, so I said, well, what's the part? And she said, it's to play, it's a true, based on a true story. It's to play the campus rapist in a feature film with so-and-so and such and such. And, and because I was uh, not a saved person, my first thought was, how much does it pay? It's pronounced Joseph Granda, right? It's it's Granda, yeah. Grand, Grand with an A at the end. Grand, yeah. Is it like yeah. your stage name, or is that your real name? No, actually, uh, that is my my real name. That's okay. uh, my father was from Cuba. Okay. Um, and but for many years when I was an actor, I uh, I used my mother's maiden name, so I was known as Joseph Lindsay, oh, really? um, which which I still pay taxes in that name. Oh. Um, <laughs> So yeah, and, and that's because so there's this weird thing in the Screen Actors Guild that um, yeah. uh, performers because you're basically a product, you know. Yeah. So if you're Coca Cola, you can't go. I'm I'm Coca Cola too. Okay. I, you know, the the older you get, the more you realize I'm just not that unique of an individual. I'm, you know, aside from my faith, I'm just another dopey fifty something guy with knee problems. <laughs> you know which is yeah we all kind of uh you know desire to become that eventually i guess right um, but my knee problems for the record yeah are not from being on my knees towards anything that's asking me to be on my knees oh and the, you know and the taking the knee or the <laughs> or none of that just just because right you have bad knees um right is this is this video also yeah this is also video yeah okay cool then i want yeah. to yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pick your teeth, teeth at the at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I just ate beef jerky, so oh yeah, it's a necessary thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so, were you always a Christian when you kind of went into the film business? Because like you have a lot of oh uh, heavens, no, no, you weren't. So oh, so not, like not 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 by a long shot, not by a long shot. So like, what brought you to that point of 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 salvation? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, and I, so, as a person of of a reformed, the, call me a Calvinist, if you will. Yeah. Um, I I just I don't think I would have ever cho purposely chosen to become a Christian. I know that sounds terrible, but here's why: <laughs> my life is fantastic and better, but it's more difficult because I cannot live normally in the world. So that said, yeah. yeah. I, I most I, I got baptized almost eleven years ago, so the majority okay. of my life I have I have been a secular, um, Babylonian sort of living in Hollywood in New York City and and indulging in culture. Okay. Um. Um. So, but if you want to talk about transfer, yeah, the slow transformation. So I, I got to this yeah. point in my career where I was like working and I would get offers for work. And, mm -hmm. and one day uh, my, I, I was in my agent's office and she said, I've got an offer for you. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a, it's a good, it's a great part. It's a big, it's going to be a big movie. They always say that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know anything. <laughs> Nobody knows anything in that town. No, <laughs> you can get through that town. If you can, if you can be fearless and walk yeah. through BS, you can make it. Um, <laughs> So, so I said, well, what's the part? 
And she said, it's to play, it's a true, based on a true story, it's to play the campus rapist in a feature film with so-and-so and such and such. And, and because I was uh, not a saved person, my first thought was, how much does it pay? Yeah. Right? And I was like, ah. Oh. And then I thought, then I had this, this brief moment of clarity. I've had three brief moments of clarity. One was a sobriety, and then, and then, and then this one, and... And so I said, eh, I'm not so sure I want to do that. Yeah. And she said, because, you know, you go out on TV or a feature film and you do that, that stuff yeah. in, in real acting, you have to make it believable. Mm-hmm. And, and, she, and I said, I'm not so sure I want to do that because, you know, then people see it and your mom sees it and it's just yeah. not good. No. But I was having a moment of clarity and I said, eh, I'm not so sure I want to do that. And she said, but it would be good for your career. And I know what she meant, yeah. but I had, I left there thinking, what is my career that simulating rape mm. in a f- movie is good for a career? Yeah. You know, and they, they dropped me. I went and did another movie mm-hmm. and I just had this slow progression of like, uh, I, I don't, I don't know what I want to be or do, but I got to get out of here. And I feel like I'm part of a problem that I don't understand. Now, mind you, at this time too, I had spent a, a huge portion of my life as a, a, a very devout and practicing Buddhist. Oh, wow. So, I mean, to the point where, uh, you know, I've spent a, um, a week in silence, in meditation mm-hmm. with monks up in the hills. I mean, it sounds more romantic than it is because when, yeah. you, it, when you live in Hollywood, if you want to go and meditate with monks, you just look it up and... So go. go meditate with monks <laughs> for $400. I mean, Oh yeah. Yeah. But then I did live in a, in a, I lived in a Buddhist temple, um, um, as a sort of a intern and I took care of things and I lived there. And that was, and, that know. was in California or that was in California. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And, and I, and I have to say this, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a godless religion. I mean, this mm. is talking yeah. about having a God. Um, it's not a saving path. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. It did tremendous things for me, for my mind, because mm-hmm. it's really where it's at. Mm-hmm. Um, to get my head straight, to 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 find out uh, where do I go from here. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, my problem with uh, Buddhism was that it 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 left me feeling like a fifth century Roman eunuch. <laughs> really. <laughs> You know, like, because yeah. it asked you to just be like, you know, the sort, well, you know, that yeah. these people who meet, greet you, like, namaste. And I just want to like, I high five them whenever they do that, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> their hands, I go, yeah, right. Out. So, <laughs> so it just, it, it didn't match me, but, it, but you know what it, it did, it, it did tremendous things for my life at the time. Hmm. It, it's of no use to me anymore. I still meditate, but now I do contemplative prayer and yeah, that's a very different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, huh. so, so and, like from, from that point, um, so obviously like you, you were a Buddhist at that point. Right. And, right. and then there was this moment of like, I need to figure out something else. So was, so was the, the going to Buddhism, the, the result of saying, I need to find something else, or is it something you were already doing? Well, I, I think it was a, 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 I look back on it, it's all a, a progression mm-hmm 
yeah. uh, of Christ going, all right, look, okay, all right, I could do it now, I'll do it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you want to hold some more, you know? And yeah. so mm-hmm. uh, my, my life was um, um, raucous in, okay. in, in, a, in, a, in what secular world would think of as fun. Mm-hmm. You know, Los Angeles is the only place where somebody can break your heart. And then you have to drive past a billboard with their face on it for the next three months. Ah, <laughs> so that's how weird that town is. Yeah. Um, and so I was searched. So I got sober. Mm-hmm. I got into Buddhism. Um, I got tired of the industry. I packed up and having never been to Colorado, mm-hmm. I, I moved to Colorado. I sold all the things I did still own. And I came out here to just to start afresh. And, yeah. um, and anyways, I was still doing some writing and working and, and then I opened up a restaurant here. I opened up a tiki bar and, uh, and had some partners. It didn't quite work out. There was some shadiness. I had to sue my partners. They settled. And then I had a, this one month old baby. This all happened all at once. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so I said to my wife, I said, um, Oh, and mind you too, since we're talking about religion, I was raised in a cult of Jehovah Witnesses, which is, yeah. Um, yeah, they don't, they ha- they put blood over my doorway. They don't come to my house anymore or whatever it is they do. They put you on a list because yeah. I invited them in. I'm like, hey, do you know about the history of Jehovah Witnesses? Because now I know, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Started in Brooklyn with a, with a guy and with a guy and a bottle of gin. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, so there's that, but, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, I had this, these people, these people who were in my life and some of them close and in this, all this, it just, I was just like, is that all there is? Just, everything's about money. Everything's yeah. about money. People betray each other over money. And so I said to my wife, cause we live uh, near the church that we got saved in that mm-hmm. we have since moved on from since I got quarantined and came out of Calvinist. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I, I moved, we moved we went to this church. I said to my wife, let's go see what the crazy Christians are doing in town. Cause it was, yeah. it's the biggest church in Colorado. Oh yeah. And so we go down there. It's, it's Flatirons community church. Okay. And, and uh, we go in and, and uh, we've got like this the baby in the stroller. It's a one month old. I'm just, I'm being gently mind you before yeah. this, we went to, we, we were at my mice Christmas party. Yeah. And all this was going on, the legal stuff and Brent Baby. And driving home from that party, this is how I believe. Listen, God's never talked to me. Yeah. It would kind of freak me out if he did. Yeah. But I I I know that uh, I was crushed that day. I had to pull mm-hmm. over. I was so overwhelmed. I say things that I that I used to laugh at people for. I, I feel <laughs> like I was overwhelmed with the spirit of the Lord mm-hmm. in hindsight. But something yeah. was just absolutely crushing me at that moment and going. It's like in Buddhism, when somebody betrays you or mm-hmm. destroys you, you, what you realize is, oh, all that ego, all that mm. stuff that I thought I was, that's not who I am. Yeah. Wow. You know, and God, mm-hmm. for me, God came in. And so we started going to this church and, and I said to my wife, I said, um, uh, we, we listened at the door and because uh, mm-hmm. we waited till it already started. Cause you yeah. know, we didn't want to like see snakes or speak in the tongues. We, we, I didn't know. I hadn't been to church in, in yeah. ever really. Mm-hmm. And so we lean on the door and the, and the <laughs> this is so big church. Yeah. And the band is playing rush by limelight. 
Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And not the gospel version. No. Um, oh, yeah. And so I turn, I turn to my wife and I go, okay, this is either going to be really cool. Yeah. Or they're going to talk spaceships 28 minutes in and we're out of there. <laughs> and, and so we go into the back, like bad students and yeah. sit way in the rear, way in the rear. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and I said, and this, and the, the pastor, I didn't know who he was, but he's the pastor there. He's a, sort of a, a it's a very male like man many the lead and you know um anyways yeah. let's punch each other um and and he came the pastor came out and um he's a he's a muscular guy he's got some tattoos you know yeah. and, um yeah. and uh i said to my wife i go that's got to be the stage hand <laughs> and he started he started talking he started talking and and listen i know that that oftentimes those big mm -hmm. huge churches Mm -hmm. Even me at some time, I go, oh, I can't believe I left right up baptized, which is my pridefulness and my mm -hmm. arrogance. Yeah. Um, but that's my mind. Yeah. Um, but I got saved in a big, huge church that uses smoke machines and plays Limelight by Rush and a pastor with tattoos and, and muscles comes <laughs> out and he talks about Christ in the most sim simple and specific yeah. way that I had never heard it before. Hmm. And, and then he showed, then he showed a video. <laughs> here was the, here's what <laughs> really of him at a firing range with his AR. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's talking about what it takes mm -hmm. to, to hit a target a hundred yards away with a mm -hmm. wind of 25 miles an hour. And he's going through the science of it, but he's showing that it was brilliant. Yeah. It changed yeah. my life. Hmm. You know, um, but he's basically, it's like, this is how you have to use this instrument, mm -hmm. this tool to hit that target. And then he related it to what are your targets in life? And if you're not in that target happen, you're wasting your time for, for good outcome. And, and I was like, yeah, no one's ever told me that before. I just always heard I was going to hell. You, you, you know um and and we kept going but here's what i did mm -hmm. I, we went every week and while we were going i started reading um you know i read the gospel of john i read genesis yeah. i don't recommend people just oh here read the bible no read genesis yeah. and read the gospel of john and and yeah you know yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Then, go you, then we'll talk yeah <laughs> yeah um no, start with leviticus yeah um <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say Leviticus? I meant Deuteronomy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, so I read everything I could historically because I was also basically unemployed. I had a settlement from this lawsuit. Yep. I read historically the, the historical accounts of Christ. I read the Romans account of Christ. I read other books. I read, um, I mean, I read Dinesh D'Souza, What's So Great About Being Christian. I read everything I could because what I was doing is I was trying to disprove Mm -hmm. what my heart already knew because yeah. I was crushed a week later. Yeah. My ego still going, no nah, nonsense. So we're anyways, <laughs> so we're driving home one day, mm -hmm. my wife and I, and, um, uh, and I look over at my wife and I go, honey, she goes, yeah, I go, I think we're Christians. <laughs> and she goes, I think you're right. And, <laughs> and we got baptized there. And my daughter goes to a, 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 a Christian, a private Christian school. And, we, as I said, jokingly, sort of that, mm -hmm. um, 
I got quarantined and came out of Calvinist is what, what happened is uh, mm-hmm. I started watching Jeff Durbin. Oh, uh, he'll do it for started, you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, uh, I watched nine hours on, on the, uh, you know, on the tulip. Oh we gotta, yeah. We got to come up with a new one. I know um, bacon. I think it's the, the new one. I think I've heard that's bacon. <laughs> bacon. Yeah. What's bacon's that? the new one. I think it's uh we're all uh, bad people. We're all bad people. Yeah. And then, uh, and then A is, I, I can't remember. I have, I have to look it up. And, anyways. But, yeah. Text it to me. Oh, yeah, I'll it. text it to you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, where was, oh yeah. So, yeah. and then, and, and then Doug, Doug Wilson, which I'm sure oh, yeah. you know, Doug, Doug oh, yeah. Wilson. And so, so watching all these videos and then I watched the movie Calvinist and I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, first off, like every, every good person who mm-hmm. this happens to, I'm offended. Yeah, no. Yeah. This is offensive to me. Yeah. I've made this choice. Yeah. Exactly. I chose myself to go to God. Yeah. Because I needed some, I finally needed some help. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. until it sets in, then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. I, I can't, I couldn't make a decision like this. No. Like, listen, I've lived on the other side. Mm-hmm. In a worldly sense, it's a lot of fun. If that is the only reward that you're getting for, for your soul, mm, yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. where everything is relative, like nothing's good, nothing's bad, except what you did to me, you know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so then I then I showed my wife, mm-hmm. you know, we started like doing some study and and this and that, and she was like, I go, it's offensive. Isn't it? She says, it's totally offensive. My wife yeah. is very smart, type A. Like, she's yeah. an executive at a tech company. She's like, that's totally offensive. I'm like, yeah. that's the whole point. Yeah. That's the whole point. That's yeah. what makes it real. Mm-hmm. It's offensive. Like, the, <laughs> the whole gospel is offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, so, and so um, I keep stopping myself from saying long stories so short because I'm on a podcast. Yeah. And we can talk for a long time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, um, so, um, then I started watching Douglas Wilson and then I started reach, reading some of his books. And then uh, I read Ride Sally Ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I read this book. I'm like, oh, that's a great book. That book should be a movie. And I put it down and then I'm reading it again. And my wife goes, You read that book again? I'm like, Yeah, it's really, it's, it really should be a movie. She's like, Well, why don't you make, why don't you make it? I'm like, mm-hmm. All right. So I <laughs> write a letter to Doug, Douglas Wilson mm-hmm. and I say, um, Hey, you know, I think your book, Ride Sally Ride, mm-hmm. should be a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the screenplay should be written by somebody who is a professional and who mm-hmm. has a proven track record and yep. somebody who has made movies more than for his mom. Yeah. And uh, so he wrote back, he wrote back, if you ever have any exchange with them, my, my, my suggestion is no more than three sentences. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he'll read it. Yeah. You know, and then he'll answer in two to three sentences. And so, <laughs> so I, I had a, a um, I, I said, can, can I give you, can I pitch you guys, you, mm-hmm. him and, 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 and uh, Aaron Wrench at, at Canon Press. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they, they came on. And so here's, here's how I pitched him. I've never told anybody this story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause I mean, I yeah. hope it's okay. Yeah, no, go for it's it. Okay, yeah. it's okay. So, so I do all this research. I read everything I can about the book, what people think about it, the, the people who, and some people hate that book, especially yeah. people who are not of faith. Mm-hmm. 
and just because Doug wrote it. Yeah. And so, uh, so um, I, I create this whole pitch deck for them, you know, and then it's uh, on the Zoom, and I guess Doug, he was like, please, please do. You know, yeah. like, do I call him Pastor Wilson? Are we going to pray first? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and mind you, this is like two years, because I, I'm two years ago. Uh, yeah, about two years ago, a year and a half ago, because yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm welcome. Uh, the pitch to him is I show him a, a, a real picture of this, this, granola older woman and i also have her her avatar that she made of herself yeah and this is my very first thing i pitched to him i said this woman i can't i can't remember her name is so and so and she lives in costa rica with monkeys that she feeds every day and they're both looking at me like what is going on yeah i'm like right yeah she looks like everything you would out of a liberal casting, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, and I said, this woman so hated your book that she has reviewed every single chapter online, all 13 of them. She is incensed by your book. And that is the most important reason why we need to make this movie. <laughs> because this woman, I had her bio up there and stuff. People think that the characters in your book are too caricature or those aren't real people. But here's a real person that hates your book that would fit perfectly in this. Yeah. And so I go through this whole pitch, you know, what I think it should be. And and and, and I compare it to, uh, I think I had the Big Lebowski, like that sort of vibe to mm -hmm. it, you know, and, yeah. and a couple other Cohen type brother movies. And then, um, you know, I, I say like time frame, and then, uh, you know, I basically say I will do in the movie world to help friends, to mm -hmm. whatever. But just so we can talk turkey here, if you guys are interested, the only thing I don't do for free anymore ever is write. Yeah, I won't write your script for free. I won't write anything for free because I did that once. Like we're going to make this movie. We're going to make this movie. You're going to get 45%, of it, you know, yeah. because you know, if you're a writer, it is a very yeah. long, arduous, painstaking oh, process. Yeah. And mm -hmm. because of my, my addictive nature and my mm -hmm. type A personality, it is all consuming. Yeah. It's no. all, I mean, I set a schedule from 4am to on it, you know, and, and it's, yeah. my wife goes up, oh, my husband's writing. I don't, I won't see him again. And I mean, yeah. I wasn't yeah. like Katie Salinger or anything. I didn't beat yeah. my kids for knocking on the door, but, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, so then I, end, so, uh, you know, and we, and we, it, 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 so we talk about that. Cause I didn't want them to go. I really, I'm a, I wasn't fanboying them. Mm -hmm. I was being, I was giving a serious business proposal of that, you know, and why this needs to happen, why we need to make these movies. Yeah. And so, uh, I, I, I end the pitch with, and if you guys aren't interested into a screenplay i would like to ask you permission to make a movie about a woman who lives in costa rica with monkeys that is obsessed 
with a book called Ride Sally Ride, and it's yeah. destroying her life, <laughs> which I would have done if they said, no, we're not interested. Yeah. And so anyway, so back and forth. And then mm-hmm. um, uh, we a uh, lots of talk. And I said, so, you know, I really think that I should come up there and, mm-hmm. and we should break bread. And so you can see that I'm not crazy. And yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> And so, yeah, yeah, so that was my first, I went up to Moscow and I met with, you know, him and all his team. And Mm -hmm. so I'll tell you something funny. So he had me at dinner for his house. He had uh, dinner at his house with his his daughters and his Mm -hmm. wife and and their husbands. And, you know, I told them silly Hollywood stories of, oh yeah, uh, not debauchery, but just goofiness and stuff that people that I've met and, Mm -hmm. and, um, (laughs) So, so, so this is like really funny so we're all and uh and i go we go to the kitchen and the, this is a big dinner table and i go to the dinner table and i sit down and i'm like you know i'm trying to like and i look around and all the men are still standing oh you know i was like oh oh sorry sorry i was like oh, i didn't know we did that here <laughs> <laughs> which is great yeah which is great yeah you know but uh, but, a but I can't shock. remember the last time the, the men waited for the women to come. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. So 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 that so I, I went through the whole process. I wrote the screenplay. They loved mm-hmm. it. We I had put some investors together, and I talked to some actors, and mm-hmm. and I I like to think that because of the strength of the script, mm-hmm. that they wanted to make um, a bigger budget movie. Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. we were looking at like three to half a million dollars and they really yeah. think they, they want to do it right and mm-hmm. and they don't want to option it to me to go off and do it um which is i totally get mm-hmm. um but i think when the time comes i mean i i had a talk with him earlier this uh, last week and they mm-hmm. doug actually he said uh, you know you know he answers he says oh, I, I would love to make a ham and cheese sandwich if we only had some ham and some cheese up here in moscow but uh we just don't have the bandwidth and and financing to do that right now. I was like, so yeah. On I went, I, you know, I have other projects, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. All right. So, so yeah, where were we? Oh yeah. So I, I kind of wanted to ask you. Um, so like it in going into um, the church, uh, what was? Did you have any like preconceived notions about the church? I mean. I, I noticed that one of the movies you did early on, I think it was Rob, with Robert Duvall, was The Apostle. And I don't know how big of a part you played in that. Um, but that's about, a, I think it's about a charismatic yeah. pastor. Um, so like, what were some of your your well, preconceived notions? About the church? Well, first off, let me clarify. I, I, I have tried many times. To, I have, was, was not in that movie. Okay. Really? And I've tried many times through the Screen Actors Guild and through the IMDB to have them remove that and... Just to be honest, I would have loved to have been, but it, okay. and I saw I know the movie; it's a great movie. Mm, yeah. Um, so, my preconceived notions of the church were mm. everything that people have, for the most part, preconceived notions because the only information they get about the church is mm. from mainstream culture of popular culture, and, yeah. and and they all have their messaging out there, and you're the one who. Listen, it's all in the Bible. It's like if you if you follow me, they're gonna hate you. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's like it's, the proof is in the pudding. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, so I think 
first off, everything that I thought it might have been, I, I was totally wrong. I mean, I have the best, most interesting, um, real friends. You know, one of the definitions of friendship is someone who would willingly give their life for the chance that you may survive. Mm. Yeah. So, and and I think I have a couple of people like that, as I know I am to a couple of people that I've never had in my life before. And that's because we have the blood of Christ yeah. in common, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. So uh, I think because I knew that I was on a spiritual uh, journey, mm-hmm. I was much uh, open to to the idea knowing that it was nothing like what I was told as as a child. You know, Jehovah Witness, like knocking on people's door, like, hey, sorry, I can't play ball with your kid, but can we come in your house and convert you to this thing? Yeah. You know, it's like you're not allowed to have any any dealings with the world. It's the weirdest thing. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, they wouldn't come. They would never have me in their Jehovah Witness would never have me in their home as a secular person for dinner. Yeah. But they want to come in mine and tell me about, you know, their book and not even try and sell me like a you know like a vacuum cleaner or something yeah, like a, exactly you know like let's get something out of this yeah <laughs> um and i and like i said earlier i i i think the contemporary approach mm-hmm. that that church did spoke to me there's no crosses there it's literally it's a it's a very cool sort of architecture it's a literally an mm-hmm. old walmart and an old albertson combined together Really? It's a, it's a huge church. It's a huge wow. church. And listen, they've done great things there. My mm-hmm. kid started school there. Now she goes to a different school. But it, it, just to wrap up uh, my talk about Douglas Wilson mm-hmm. yeah. is that the, the last time I was there, um, last summer, I, I was up there because um, we thought this was going to really happen. And I was like, we were going to shoot Moscow as Boulder. Oh, Colorado. wow. Yeah. And, and so um, I asked him, I said, Hey, I said, so we've been looking for other churches Mm because I I need, I need a deeper understanding of this. Yeah. And he said, Oh, you got to go see our brothers at Trinity church, Denver. And so that's, and of course I'm still a sinner. So he, so (laughs) I look it up. I live, I live in Mm love in a different town. Yeah. And, um, and so I look it up. I was like, my first thought is sinful. Like, Ooh, that's kind of a drive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because it's, it's in Denver. Yeah, it's in exactly. Denver, so it's it's uh, on Sunday when there's no traffic. It's a 15 minute drive, 20 oh, minute drive, oh, which is not bad at all. Yeah. On Monday, on Monday morning, mm. it's it's a 90 minute drive. So, yeah. so yeah, so we went there and became members, and and uh, and it's been it's been great. Very cool. Yeah, very very cool. So I wasn't in the Apostle. You were you were not in the Apostle. Oh, man. I was not. So you, you don't know Robert Duvall or I don't, but I wish, <laughs> I wish they made actors like him today. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the healing garden, uh, was, so is that like the first movie that you directed? Yeah. Okay. Well, what, like in the, in the timescale of, of your, your like coming to Christ and everything, like, where was that in your, in, in that sort of timeline, if that makes sense? Well, like, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. uh, I, I knew that uh, once I got baptized that I needed to have a, 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 a you know, a talk mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I prefer to text, but he only talks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, so I was like, you know, and I'm very casual when I talk to God the same way I would talk mm-hmm. to you. Cause like, why be a 
why yeah. be you know something i'm not like yeah. hello dear god like he he'd be like knock it off yeah <laughs> be yourself yeah. at least yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> like i have a sense of humor because god has a sense of humor mm-hmm. and so yeah. i said i'll do whatever you want me to do hey i'm a big fan of donuts yeah. and i've owned restaurants before mm-hmm. i thought if you want me to open up donuts for jesus here in my town mm-hmm. i'll do it yeah but everything that started coming at me was the movie business yeah without without me reaching out like mm-hmm. oh hey are you are, are you interested in writing something i'm like well are there people raping each other in it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't write that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I turned down some horror movies like, yeah, yeah, I know you'll want teenagers, premarital sex, and then yeah. getting cut to pieces. Like, yeah. I, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like, well, what happened? Huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. And everything, everything that sort of kept coming into my, I, so I wrote a screenplay. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well, let me see. First off, let me watch a whole bunch of Christian movies. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I know. Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. as the cinephile, it's listen, first let me say this. Yeah. Any Christian out there that feels feels moved to be creative mm-hmm. to to express their faith in film, mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also own it and be yeah. honest about its outcome. Yeah, and if the only thing that's outcome is finance, financial, I hope you're doing good things for that because yeah. you're certainly not helping young Christian independent filmmakers mm-hmm. fund their projects. You're just yeah. not. Yeah, you know uh, the 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 Peerflix people and the mm-hmm. and the 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 brothers brothers whatever whoever those yeah. guys are. Ken, I don't Kendrick, mean disrespect the, the Kendrick, Kendrick brothers. Yeah, you know, yeah. great mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but. If you're if you hear this, what are you doing for small independent filmmakers? Because I have some great stories to tell. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So I thought, well, okay, well, these movies are really here's the fundamental problem, in my my opinion, mm-hmm. about uh, faith based a term that I loathe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, because when the Hollywood's they don't go a lesbian movie, they just put a bunch of lesbian stuff in it, yeah, you know, exactly. or gay stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um, I thought, all right, well, let me see if I can write what I would think to be a movie mm-hmm. that has God in it yeah. and people of faith. Mm-hmm. And so here, here's my suggestion to anybody out there wanting to write a screenplay. Yeah. Is, and this is what I did and, 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 and tried to do, mm-hmm. is make it the, the story about things that happen in life to everybody but just make your characters happen to be decent, struggling Christian people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know, not mm-hmm. like, don't put preachers in it. Stop making movies with preachers in it. <laughs> it yeah. It, you know, if your first instinct is like, it's going to be about a preacher, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah. So I wrote this screenplay uh, called Out of the Flatirons. And um, I'm like, well, I'll send it into that Christian mm-hmm christian uh screenplay contest which those are all listen no offense mm-hmm. to them but yeah. you know it's it's kind of it's a it's a, it's a dog and pony show at the end and it's mm-hmm. it's an award show okay which i also okay. love and yeah. I, I mean you get some <clears throat> so anyway so i send it yeah. in and out of 700 screenplays it finishes in the top 20 so i'm like okay so i'm oh. on to something yeah right mm-hmm. so they're like oh you i didn't win anything not even no. a coffee cup Oh. it's called the Kairos prize. They do it every year. Um, 
and yeah. so uh so i thought okay so uh, i sent it out to some hollywood people and like yeah it's a good script it's not for us it started mm-hmm. to go one place and anyways mm-hmm. you know how it goes yeah and so um so i started working on something else a film that had lots of faith in it one of the people in it was secular and they read a tweet that i they didn't like and they canceled me and oh, so no. <laughs> we had to separate from all that and i still and now if i ever make the movie i gotta pay him each five thousand dollars and whatever mm-hmm. it's business it's not yeah. show friends it's show business and so i'm kind of in this up and down and i go to a friend of mine who who owns a television a christian television station in mm-hmm. uh, westminster and he just needs help so i'm hanging lights mm-hmm. big lights up in this in on the on the up and down thing yeah and uh and so uh um this woman comes in mm-hmm. uh, who's friends with the the owners it's a husband yeah. and wife Mm-hmm. says so i just left this production company um i wanted to make this movie mm-hmm. and uh, uh because they wouldn't listen to me and they just wanted to turn it into this teenage thing and mm-hmm. and whatever and so i just don't know what to do and they're like oh you should go talk to that guy up on that up on the uh what scaffolding or scaffolding yeah, uh, yeah 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 and so she comes down and and we talk and she says i, I wrote a screenplay Mm-hmm. Which nobody says here in Colorado, but in mm-hmm. the 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 kid bagging your groceries in LA is like, I have a screenplay. Yeah, exactly. So I said, okay, oh, can, can I read it? Mm-hmm. And she's like, sure. Like, and so <clears throat> she gave me this. It wasn't really a screenplay, but she, here was her story. She's a widower. Um, she's a woman of means. Um, she's uh, a person who clearly loves the Lord. Um, and um, she felt like God had been telling her to write, make a movie for six years, wow. which, which is a, it's like Sisyphus on a roller skate on roller skates, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, um, so I read this and I said to her, and, and I think it's also really important to be honest with people. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was in acting class, I remember that, that, the, and I went, I had a very famous acting teacher and he pulled this one guy. He says, I don't, this isn't for you you need to find what it is you're really good at and be that. And maybe it is in, in the, maybe it's, maybe you're a set decorator guy or, mm-hmm. you know, but you're, you'll, you'll never make it. I thought that was like, like why in LA, they'd be like, you just need to pay again. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I said, you know, so this is a, a lots of ideas, but it's not really a screenplay. It needs to be formatted and this and that. And, and I said, well, what do you want to do? And she says, I feel like God's been telling me to make a movie. I said, okay, well, I, here's what I can do. Let me for free. Uh, yeah. I will write you a treatment. Cause she was a really, she was very, yeah. she was a sister, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I said, I'll write you a treatment of what I think taking your ideas could be a good story based on the mm-hmm. type of movie you want to make. Mm-hmm. And so I put it all together. She's like, that's really great. And could, could we, this could we? I'm like, absolutely. She says, well, what's next? I said, well, What's next is is you. I can write a screenplay based on all of this and develop it with you. But I have to tell you, I don't write for free mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, what? What's what's your fee?" And so I I told her my fee, and she's like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. And she started to write me a check. I'm like, "Wait, like, yeah. you have to like, give you a contract, and then you can pay me half, and then when I'm done, you know, I back yeah. and forth." And <laughs> and I said, I said, uh, and if you give me a 
if you really if you really have the ability to do this mm-hmm. um uh, let me come along and pursue it and i'll direct it she's like you will and i was like are you kidding me yeah <laughs> somebody wants somebody somebody wants to make a movie because they can mm-hmm. yeah and so this is all god's work this has nothing yeah. to do with me i was yeah. hanging light bulbs yeah exactly. he was like uh don't go to the other guys go see this guy over here yeah exactly. and and so so i have this idea and i and, and she's a real estate person i said show me show me the places show me what you own show me land that you own because we've got a, a hundred and seventeen thousand eight hundred ninety-seven dollar budget. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so she shows me the properties that she owns. She owns a, a mobile trailer park area, mm-hmm. and then she owns this forty-acre pig farm. And so, wow. and I go and I, I take a bunch of pictures of some other places. And so, I write the screenplay based on those two locations that are close to each other a mobile home park and a pig farm yeah and and some other you know little pickup stuff but Mm -hmm. all there and oh and i have 14 days to shoot it (laughs) and so what the first thing i do because because of my experience Mm -hmm. as actor is i go and i look for theater actors yeah i don't care if you've ever been for two reasons Mm -hmm. i know i'm going to get more than i need and i can tell them to calm down yeah, and they're pop- and they're gonna know their lines. Yeah, because so ta- nice. I I can't. And so, mm-hmm. anyways, so I found the most amazing guy. And here's what's really interesting: how God works in these really weird mm-hmm. sort of ways. So I send I, I find this actor here here because he did some plays, and I sent it to mm-hmm. him. He's a uh, he's you know he's in his seventies. I send it to him. And he goes, he didn't really reply. And then I am again, because he was, it was a faith, it said faith-based, mm-hmm. you know, and it had a little log line of, yeah. and it's said, just meet me for coffee. He yeah. Goes, All right. I'll meet you for coffee. So this guy, lovely man. Mm-hmm. And I consider him a, a good acquaintance of mine, not a friend yeah. because of the life-saving thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, lives in Boulder, Colorado, drives a Tesla. He's a devout Buddhist. And so when we get together, he starts talking. And I said to him, I understand some of your apprehension about faith-based. And I agree with a lot of like the movies and this and that, and even some of the behavior of Christians. Let me tell you, Christianity oftentimes is our worst export to the world. Yeah, 100%. Because of the channels that it goes out of, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, so we're talking about, and he's never read the Bible, Mm right? Right. So I'm able to, to, to tell him anyway. So, so he comes and he reads and I give him the part. The guy's fantastic. Yeah. If you watch the movie, the healing garden, this, mm-hmm. this guy is, he's, he looks kind of like Clint Eastwood too. He's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so as we're, as we're making this movie, he doesn't understand. There's a moment in the movie where he, he does something and then he's, cause he plays a, not a pastor. He plays a Vietnam vet who was a chaplain and, hmm. and the guy's lost his wife. There's a moment in the movie where I, I directed him to put, so do this and then put the Bible on the ground. And he was like, Oh, wait a minute. Like, can you put the Bible, the hmm. Christian Bible on the ground in Buddhism? You're not allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. The, 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 the certain books you, they can never touch the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I go, absolutely. 
I said, you know, that's where it all started from, from the dirt, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. And so he, as he's trying to understand this, this movie, because what ultimately the movie is mm-hmm. he's teaching this young disenfranchised kid, the basic Bible stories. It's a family movie. It's a mm-hmm. movie that I struggled with at first because God is asking me to make the type of movie mm-hmm. that I don't want to make. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is, it is a life affirming. It is Christ affirming. It is mm-hmm. cute. It is funny. Mm-hmm. It has a very direct message. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's just, that's how, that's how it works. He's like, all right, you want to do other things? <laughs> do this first, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I found this the the little, little girl who plays opposite him. We had already cast the the, the role, mm-hmm. but um, when you're casting children, you always mm-hmm. want to have the A one and then the backup that you can call. And even better yeah. if you can. Uh, so I worked on a movie years ago called Daddy Daycare, and all the kids in that movie are identical twins. So twin oh, A wow. works in the mo- in the morning, twin B works in the evening because you can only work them four hours each. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> And so, so I, I, I had found the girl that I, that I thought I wanted to play opposite him. And then this little um, Filipino girl comes in and was just like unbelievable, mm-hmm. unbelievable. I, mm-hmm. We were like flabbergasted. And as she walked out, I turned to the producers and I go, that other kid just lost her job. <laughs> And so she's in the movie mm-hmm. and she's yeah. gone on to do all kinds of work and her family, her, her parents were so excited because they, they were Christian people. Yeah. And so uh, here's, a, here's something that I think is really helpful mm-hmm. for Christians. Uh, and I think we should intermingle in our business, especially oh, yeah. in film mm-hmm. and creative things so mm-hmm. we can have tension and discussion yeah. is uh, one of the producers um, said to me, the day the day the first day we were shooting she's like can we can we get everybody together to pray and i said no Mm -hmm. she's like what are you talking about i said right now we are in the colorado workplace yeah i mean i know where she was coming Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. yeah i said some of us can we'll go and we'll 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 pray and but Mm -hmm. we can't call everybody together to pray and she was so disappointed Mm -hmm. because she wanted to evangelize yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so, uh, sorry. No, it's all good. So, so, um, I said, but here's something you need to remember is all of these people have read the script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're all here working their butt off, glorifying the word of God, whether they know it, like it or not, mm. that's what's happening mm-hmm. here. And so yeah. it was a, it was a great experience. And mm-hmm. the lead actor, uh, Danny Mann, who's just fantastic. Uh, at the end, uh, uh, his last day of shooting, everybody gets around and they clap. Yeah, and, yeah. He goes, and he just started crying. Hmm. He started crying. And, and I said, he said, you're all such wonderful people. And, and I went, no, we're not. We're all hearts of stone. No. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I said, uh, you know, and he, and he said to me, he said, you know, I, I feel terrible about some of the things I thought Christians were. Hmm. I go, yeah, we're just a bunch of normal people, really. Yeah. You know, wh- yeah. whatever weirdness you're reading about is not necessarily mm-hmm. based in fact. And so, um, yeah, so I made that movie. It's been a huge hit. If you're out there, The Healing Garden, you can yeah. you can get it on Amazon Prime and other places. You can watch this movie with your kids or your grandkids. 
you know, there's a, the, the edgiest thing in it is a fart joke. And if you're a follower of Christ and you can't handle a fart joke, then yeah, you yeah. certainly couldn't handle calling out a brood of vipers. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about um, your upcoming breaking laws uh, thing for lore. Mm-hmm. And uh, you also worked on PKs, which is also something that will be coming out for, for lore as well. Uh, yeah. What kind of led you to lore? Um, what lured you into lore and um, kind of got you to that, that new stage where you're, you're now producing material? Um, well, I met for the guys at lore were recommended to me by a friend of mine, um, Christian Toto, who has okay. a, a website called Hollywood and Toto. Um, huh. And he is, he, his website um, looks at culture and mo- and reviews movies from a center right perspective. Huh. So he sort of calls out the stuff and he says, "What if? What about this?" And so he said, "You should meet these guys. These guys I hear are doing a new thing." And mm-hmm. and then it turns out they're in Spokane, and I'm about to yeah. go up to <laughs> Moscow again. Mm-hmm. And so I met with them and we talked about some ideas and stuff. And then um, and then you know the 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 we call it. At my house, we call it the pandemic, babe. Oh yeah, because she, she never really goes away. <laughs> they, they try to keep her. They try to keep her around. So the pandemic happened, and all that you know, uh, quarantining, and, and and it and it's so just like I was never a, a liberal, but I was a libertarian. Yeah, it, po- politically, yeah. when I was a mm-hmm. secular person, I was like, yeah, whatever. I wasn't libertine. I was libertarian. Yeah, and um, so. So the whole, I really had that experience of, of, of government oppression. So I live in a very blue, I live in, it's not as blue as people think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Colorado. <laughs> yeah. So don't, 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 don't hold your horses folks. Yeah. Um, but where I live is deep blue. I live in a, a progressive County, you know, which I love because I'm like the odd man out. Like mm-hmm. my neighbor is a Bernie guy and he comes over and we have dinner sometimes and we talk baseball and we laugh our ass off. You know, it's yeah. like, I'm not going to change him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to convert him to Christ. Only Christ can do that. He knows yeah. who I am, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and so just the whole mass thing, my really, my instinct to push back on, Mm-hmm. on it and then you know and then it, you go like well okay this is what's happening in my life what's the bible say huh because everything is there i tell that yeah. to secular friends and they go they go that's impossible i'm like well yeah. where are you screwing up right now where do you yeah. need guidance like oh here you know right here yeah page 1348 um and um so i was like well now they're talking about mandating medical procedure <laughs> of the united states like it's yeah. so crazy no it's ridiculous people don't think it's crazy but it's mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. and the mask thing you know and i i so Ro- romans 13 is mm-hmm. where i start there this whole project started i'm like okay well what does the bible say about and i was so disappointed it wasn't like push the doors down you know yeah. get some molotov cocktails make a flag for your cause it was yeah. like no you should be obedient you should be obedient to yeah. the leaders because God put them there. I was like, whoa, 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 what? Yeah. You know, and then <laughs> clearly it goes on to go until. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or unless they, unless they're not doing the will of what would be good in the eyes of God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and those who are evil or yeah. 
And so I, what I realized was that, and then my question was Mm -hmm. people, people literally thought that a mandate was a law Mm -hmm. and a mandate is not a law. And most of those mandates were put on us by unelected officials. Mm -hmm. So if my County wants to have the health department mandate things like a mask, then those people need to run for election so that I have a say over who's in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of what I was like regurgitating. And I was like purposely not wearing a mask and smiling at people. Hey, how you doing? Like, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember I went into this used bookstore to get my kids some Nancy Drew. And and uh, this little girl comes running, this little college girl comes running. Behind Sir, you can't be in here without a mask. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm already in here. Yeah. And I just want to get some Nancy Drew for the kid. And I went past her and I paid and I have a nice day. And so like, mm-hmm. it was, it's these weird experiences. And so, yeah. so then I started thinking about like, well, what other, like what other ridiculous laws are mm-hmm. out there? And like uh, lots of people are breaking the law if they have a rain barrel. Yeah. You know, exactly. you yeah. can't make your own pesticides and use them in your own yard. Yeah. You know, and then I started coming across things like, which is going to be an episode of the show. Mm-hmm. You cannot loan your vacuum to a neighbor in Denver. It's a city ordinance from the 1940s when there was yeah. a bed bug and mold outbreak, uh-huh. but it's still there. <laughs> so my point is, so I'm traveling around the country and I'm going to break the most ridiculous laws I can find. And let me tell you, there are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I want to have conversations with lawmakers and law enforcement about uh, as a lawmaker, where's the gray area? Do you get, mm-hmm. do you work, do you go, yeah, I broke the law, but you know, mm-hmm. how often do you do that? What's the leeway? And then lawmakers, my question is, is if I'm here breaking mm-hmm. these ridiculous, this ridiculous law mm-hmm. and we can look back and go, that's ridiculous. Do mm-hmm. you think there's an, there's a chance that some of the laws you're making right now are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And my kid's going to come along at 20 years and do season two, you know, or whatever. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and then, so after all that, um, I'm going to go to, uh, I'm also going to interview, you know, business owners and like, what does it take to open a vacuum business? What are the, mm-hmm. what are the ridiculous laws that you're forced to, you have to follow just to open them because it's so oppressive. And so it's yeah. so petty, so many mm-hmm. laws to, yeah. I mean, to, listen, to open a restaurant. Ay, ay, ay. Oh yeah. And, and, and so then at the end, I'm going to interview a local pastor and I'm going to ask him. So listen, I loaned a vacuum to a neighbor in Denver. Technically that's still illegal. Or mm-hmm. I ate frog legs in California from a frog mm-hmm. that had participated yeah. in a frog jumping contest. That's illegal. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and is it Romans 13? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I realize that's all silly. It's a yeah. silly, stupid entryway into the mm-hmm. stupidity of our world yeah. to then open up and go, all right, that was kind of funny. But here's a real question for you. Mm-hmm. If the government comes on my door and it says it's time for you to get your shot yeah, because we're looking out for you. Hmm. Yeah. What's the answer to that? If the government says you can't sing in church, but Mm -hmm. the pot shops are still open and the liquor stores and the Mm -hmm. massage parlors are open, but you can't sing in church because you're opening your mouth, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and I think 
I think the sh- people will resonate with the show because I th- I don't listen again. I'm there's nothing interesting about me. I'm not I'm not I'm your average. I just turned 56. I'm I've got osteoarthritis in my knee. I found that out and I'm like, "Oh, I am and then I researched. I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm like 56 other mil- 56 million other people." So mm-hmm. my point is like I I I I I'm kind of an average Joe and I like I have qu- these questions and mm-hmm. I think because of that sort of normalcy of me, mm-hmm. I think other people have the same question, and I just want to go out and try and get an answer. Oh, that's really cool. I like that. And have a comedy – I call it my comedy crime spree. <laughs> comedy crime, crime spree. I like that too. Uh, yeah. So you worked on uh, – so you're also coming out with a podcast. Is it going to be sort of similar – uh, yeah. So, and you can yeah. you can see the trailer for my show at uh, lore.tv. Yeah, uh, which I, called, I, I uh, watched. It was pretty good. Breaking yeah. laws. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and and I want it to be kind of raw, like not mm-hmm. overly polished, and mm-hmm. you know, like I think it's more interesting if it was more sort of covert. Cool. So, do you want to? Is this going to be more style, sort of like a reality TV show, or is it going to be more like a just documentary? Uh, I think it's going to be more. I think it's going to be more of a uh, of a YouTube style show, mm-hmm. but but done done well. I mean, not walking around with it. You know, I'm going to have a I'm going to get a crew and stuff. But yeah, very cool. I, I think when you get too polished, you get mm-hmm. away from the rawness of what it is you're trying to yeah. question. Oh, I, you know, I, it's I, like, hey, graphics, boom. You know, yeah. is it Romans 13? Boom. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, uh, then you're every other show. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about, uh, cause I know you wanted to talk about some of the subliminal messages in, oh, yeah. in, in films. Uh, cause you know what, that's, that's been one of my sticks. Like ever since I, I went to the college, learned some film stuff, I'm um, doing film is it's is I always see the deeper message in every, every film. Right. And I'll, I'll go to people sometimes and be like, like, why are you watching that? Like that is literally giving this, and I just want to be entertained. And I don't like I, that message not affecting me. So I guess we kind of talk to like, yeah, movies affect yeah. you emotionally, spiritually, yeah. so many different levels. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, to, and to answer your earlier question, yeah, there's going to be a podcast that will launch before the show. Oh Yeah. Yeah. called breaking laws and um um people can g- look me up my 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 name and email me because i'm going to have people just everyday people come on and talk about laws that they've broken pet you know i'm not oj yeah. simpson stuff but yeah you know um you know like i i did 65 today and a 50 you know um oh, oh no yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so um the sub the messages in so I worked in in making TV commercials too, you know, okay. like with directors. I'm not bragging, but just so people know, there are directors of commercial out there that make fifty thousand dollars a day. Wow, wow, easily. Yeah, yeah and so working with a, with those people, but you have to remember that when you watch a TV show or a commercial, there is nothing in there by accident. Mm-hmm. If it's a product, it's been paid to be there. Mm-hmm. If it's a message, it's there from their political mind. You know, I went and saw. I went and saw. Here's an interesting story about about messaging. So I went with my daughter yesterday. It snowed here yesterday. The day before it was 85. Um, we went to see an animated show called The Bad Guys. It's mm-hmm. from a co- a comic book that she reads. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just silly 
yeah. wolf and snake and their animals and they talk and they rob stuff. Yeah. And so the whole message of this is stealing is bad. Mm-hmm. So this other character, which happens to be um, a gerbil, mm-hmm. uh, comes and it's going to reform them. Yeah. You know, not in a Calvinistic sense <laughs> no. or a Bootser sense. They're going to reform. They're, gonna, they're bad. They're, a, they're the bad mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a piranha and a wolf and a snake and a, a, a shark or something. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to reform them to be to be good the good guys mm-hmm. and the first thing that he sets them out to do is to break into an animal warehouse that is housing hamsters and gerbils to help the people who are out front protesting the animals inside so what they the message is it's okay if you break the law for good things and we'll tell you what the good things are. Ah, Climate yeah. change mm-hmm. for black lives, for mm-hmm. Pride Day. Mm-hmm. Those are the good things that we're telling you. So it's so subtle. <laughs> but I'm sitting yeah. there, I'm like, ah, now I, I wait for it. Mm-hmm. I wait for I'm like, okay, I'm going to see a cartoon with my kid. It does, it, 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 yeah. it consciously glosses over. It's mm-hmm. a plot line. Mm-hmm. But he's taking criminals that are robbing gold and money. And saying that's bad, but it's okay if you're an animal rights activist and you're you're breaking into a place and stealing what's in there that's not yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and and even at one point they have the the fox who's the the mm-hmm. governor of the state and 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 one of the character goes, oh, I can't believe she's like that. She was so good on climate change. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, 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 that's fine. That's their artistic expression. But, but I think we as Christians need to, when we watch, be, be like, like Christians are like, oh, I don't watch any sex. We don't watch any sex. Oh, but you watch people get hacked up or shot up or, yeah. or mm-hmm. blown to smithereens, mm-hmm. you know, or, um, and I can't even, a lot of that I can't even watch anymore. Cause I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so you have to realize all these messages in there. I'll give you another example. There's a mm-hmm. new show on, I think it was on Apple TV called The Serpent. It's set in the late 1800s. It's, I don't know. It's, I think it's literally about a giant snake in a river, but it's like got these really? great actors and they're all mm. English accent. And it's very, it's very regal and noble. Mm. But if you go and watch the trailer, mm-hmm. it's, it's snipped together in a very specific way to send mm. you a message. At yeah. one point, there's a group of people at a dinner table and the star actors, I think it's Claire Danes. And she goes, well, that's, not very progressive. You need to do better. It cuts to another scene and is saying, I know I've just never felt this way before. And then it cuts to like a snake serpent thing. And then mm-hmm. it cuts back to to um, the man who's a priest mm-hmm. uh, being tempted by this other girl. And then they insert the girl going, I've never felt like this for a woman. And this is supposed to be about a, a snake. It's from a novel, a snake that is attacking his village. Yeah. But they're sending. They they said progressive, and Mm -hmm. they they have their agenda. I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. it's America. If you want to have an agenda, that's great. But I think I want to be aware of it. Mm -hmm. And so one last one last example. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was actually shown before the movie of the bad guys, the cartoon with the talking animals. Okay, it's for VR VRBO. Oh yeah, Verbo. Yeah, Verbo. Verbo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So. 
and high production value too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Family in a van is moving and the family's coming and you can see, oh, it's two families are going to get together and a, they rented this like castle mm-hmm. thing in mm-hmm. someplace cool and the kids get out and the, it's a, a multiracial couple and a white couple. And I had, did you ever realize how many multiracial couples there were in this country? It's unbelievable. Yeah. That's like, I, I against it, but like, mm-hmm. like every, it, it's so, it's such a cliche now. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. 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 And so, so the families are coming to get the families are coming together. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is so fast. They're the cameras are swooping in the kids are running around the big house and there's the teenage girl of of one of the families and the teenage girl, the other one, and they're smiling and then they come together and it's clear that they're about to kiss and the door shuts. So the two teenage girls. Yeah. It's very quick. Yeah. I'm sure it's still online. Uh-huh. And the, the and the the white girl has dreadlocks, yeah. And the black girl has her hair curly, and it and even the even the copy on it is like so you can be yourself with who you want, right? And it, yeah, and, it, and it's yeah. It, it's it's very very, uh, it's very. But these aren't like these aren't two grown adults. This is no. grooming, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. These are yeah. two young people saying. Here's an option for you. Yeah. If you're a 14 year old boy and you're uncomfortable about you're uncomfortable around girls, well, hey, mm-hmm. the world just says you're probably gay. Uh, no, if you're uncomfortable around girls when you're 14, you're normal. Yeah, <laughs> you know. 100%. Yeah. Well, well, I, I I just feel comfortable around men. So, well, yeah, yeah. you yeah. should be uncomfortable around girls because yeah. they're way more powerful than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, so there's there's no there's no mm-hmm. subtlety either. Mm-hmm. No subtlety whatsoever. Ultimately, in it, that they're they're progressive. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, I, I think I watched a, a, a cartoon recently where uh, I think it's it's about a family like in the future and the robots take over the earth or whatever. And oh yeah, yeah, uh, was it's like the, it's, the 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 Smiths or the yeah, it's whatever it's a, the name, name of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember it was it was really good. Like I was like, this is a really good film. Like it was about the daughter trying to become a filmmaker, and her dad doesn't understand right. that she's like into technology. And then at the end of the film, she's gay, and she has a lesbian girlfriend. And I remember just being like, this was an excellent film, like an excellent mm-hmm. family film, because they completely avoid that all the way through. Um, but it's it's yeah, it's it's things like that where it's kind of subliminal all the way through where they kind of beat you down with normal things that you're like, yeah, Mm -hmm. there should be some understanding here. And then at the very end, they punch you with like, well, and you should understand this as well. And yeah. And yeah. yeah. And, and, and for the record, Mm -hmm. I don't want to see the little girl get together with her boyfriend at the end. Yeah. No, I don't want to see that either. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see any of it. Just let it be this like, yeah. You know, (laughs) and and the other thing, if you watch Mm -hmm. commercials, Mm -hmm. you watch commercials, the men are always idiots. Yeah. They're weak. They're servile. They're scraping. They're not sure of themselves. Yeah. It's, it's the watering down. Look, throughout the history of the world. Yeah. When empires fall, and you can, you can research this yourself, mm-hmm. the first things that happen is gender fluidity. Yeah. Is yeah. Boys can be girls. Girls can be boys. Boys with boys. It's the destruction mm-hmm. of the race. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. When they're, listen, uh, mm-hmm. again, I'm yeah. American. If mm-hmm. I don't, I, I'm not knocking on people's door. People want to have the relationships they want to have. Mm-hmm. If it's not, if so long as it doesn't pick my pocket or break my leg, 
<laughs> whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. it stops at the, you know, the door of my church and the foot of my, my house. Yeah. You know? exactly. So, you know, yeah. that mm-hmm. makes me a bigot in this world. Yeah. No, that's, it's the unfortunate thing. Right. <laughs> right. Cause, yeah. cause I won't recognize that you identify as cake. Have you heard that one? Oh yeah. No, I've heard that one. Yeah. So here you want to hear a funny story real quick? Yeah, sure. Go for it. So I, so I go at, at this, uh, when I want to get out of my office, I go, mm-hmm. um, to a coffee shop that I always go to, but the other day I had to get some, some actual writing done. And so I wanted to go someplace where not, I don't know anybody. So mm-hmm. I go to Starbucks cause I don't go there. Yeah. Um, cause the coffee sucks really. Yeah. I mean, it's interior design is fantastic, but other mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. And so I go walking up to get, to, to place my order and this mm-hmm. tall young man with the, the bun on his mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. and his stuff yeah his 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 name tag says yeah the confusion what? and i said i said how are you doing today confusion and he says oh thank you for for reading my name tag <laughs> yeah i go that's that's what they call you he goes, yeah they call me the confusion he said, and I have this nice pronoun mm-hmm. uh, uh, button that they gave us. And it says, he, him. I said, oh, oh you're, you're, you're a he, him? Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, those are my pronouns. I said, my pronouns are winning and first place. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me like, like, did he just make a joke? Yeah. My pronouns, right? <laughs> These people are humorless. Yeah, and and yes. I said, and I saw the look on his face of like, you know, counseling. Yeah, or, you know, like like counseling. Yeah, and I said, I said, uh, did you find that offensive, mm-hmm. the confusing? And he goes, a little bit. I go, then I have fulfilled your day. <laughs> and he just goes, what, what are you going to have? Like, uh, the kids, what he. He's wake the kids wake up looking to be offended. And so, yeah, you know, what, what if, do you got to do? You can't take a joke. Yeah. You know, apparently, obviously, as we know in culture, they nobody can take a joke. Yeah. Dying art of comedy. Yeah, exactly. That's why <laughs> Dave Chappelle gets knifed on a stage, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 So, that's funny. Yeah. So, I guess we, we should probably wrap up. Uh, it's been great talking to you. I mean, we've yeah, been going it's good for, fun. Yeah, it's been really good fun. Yeah, uh, so you're like a we're at, we're at the Joe Rogan length. Yeah, we're almost Joe Rogan length, which is awesome because that's, that's well, what we're the like. podcast that people put on in the background while they're like doing the cleaning the bathroom and yeah, doing the dishes, <laughs> changing baby <laughs> yeah. diapers. Yeah, right. so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, is there anything else you want to like promote or say about your show? Um, point people uh, in the right direction. Get to it. I know it's all on lore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you could just go, actually, if you want to get eventually to everywhere, you just go to josephgranda.com. Okay. Or you can go to loretv.tv. Um, I am getting ready to leave in June for a week. I am producing um, a documentary style film okay. for, 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 listen, we're talking about mm-hmm. Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. for the Joe Rogan of the paranormal podcast world. Oh really? Yeah, his name is Tony Merkel, and okay. he's a he's a Christian, and hmm. most of his team is, and so they have like witches and ghost hunters, and and, hmm. and ultimately his his angle is, oh yeah, those are all demonic possessions. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, I'm simplifying it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah, probably also. Yeah. You know, and I said, no, it's an ape. It's not a woo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and so, uh, <laughs> inside Sasquatch there. Yeah. Um, so, um, so I'm I'm producing his next film. The last one he did, you can watch it. it it's called mm-hmm. Expedition Dogman, and they go to New Jersey looking for the Dogman, which oh, is really? supposedly a werewolf. And so we're going out to Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for five days uh, near a place called Skinwalker Ranch. Okay. Which has a bunch of the people say they see UFOs. Skinwalkers. And, and, yeah. Skinwalkers and, yeah. you know, shapeshifters. Mm-hmm. And so we're going on a property near there and we're going to meet, meet with the Indian tribes and do all that. And so, yeah, he's got a, he's got a cool podcast called the confessionals. So get ready to do that. And maybe I'll see some ghosts and cool. wave my Bible at him and <laughs> Have a, have a good old that time. stuff's all real though like oh it is that's the yeah. other thing like mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. like that's the other thing it's like so this friend of mine he's a screenwriter he's a very it's like demons and, and you know and it's where do you where do you think all that comes from mm. he's like well it comes from imagination like okay let's play that game Where's yeah. your imagination come from? Oh, it's just because I'm creative. Okay, we're getting someplace now. Yeah. <laughs> Where does your creativity come from? Could it be a creative, a creator? Mm-hmm. And so I yeah. said, those, those when you, people in your your world, Mike, mm-hmm. talk about they're spiritual but not religious, mm-hmm. is they want to have the byproducts of the blood of Christ in this world, but mm-hmm. they don't. They don't want to change their life. They want to have the Christmas tree and the Easter egg hunt and and continue to live that way. I said, the demons are real things. We live Mm. in the midst of an absolute supernatural world. And if you doubt me, you can go watch some videos from Dr. Michael Heister. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's an absolutely supernatural world. Describe them in this horror movie that you're writing is that if you want to see mm-hmm. the greatest lineup of demons in the world, watch the Met Gala or the Oscars because Satan was the most beautiful angel. Mm-hmm. And the most evil people on this planet oftentimes are otherworldly beautiful mm. in their physical appearance. Yeah. So I just yeah. summed up the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hey, it was great uh, being here, man. I really appreciate it. Let's stay in touch. Yeah, no, for sure.